Hi, this is Alex Hicken, and Trevor is my co-host. Yeah, I'm Alex's brother. Yeah, we are your friends, the gospel. This is our second podcast episode. The main message is going to be about family history. We talked a little bit about why we do it last time. We talked about temple work and that in order to do some of that work, we need to do family history work. We didn't talk that much about it. We talked about the basics having to do with why we need temple ordinances. But uh, before we talk about that, Trevor has a little message for more gaming-oriented people. (laughs) Well, I was just thinking because uh, Alex and I were talking about, like, the purpose of this podcast. And uh, it's a season of quarantine due to coronavirus, so a lot of people stay at home. And we feel stuck and maybe fall into a slump of carelessness and we don't get out to do activities because we don't want to endanger ourselves and others in the process thereof. In the case of having symptoms or not and yeah sometimes we get uh depending on the personality we get like depressed and forget like why we're here on earth like why am i at home and just sitting here watching tv all day and you know feel down on ourselves so some people they need some sort of interaction and other people, they thrive and just focus on their hobbies and just forget what they should focus on. And then there's people like essential workers that go to work and come back and rest and rinse and repeat. And, yeah, I feel like um, sometimes you might forget, like, the purpose and why we're here on Earth sometimes. And, like, could be it could be rough during these times. Um, so I was thinking, because Alex was asking me earlier, oh, what's, uh, do you have anything for the podcast? And I said, no, because I just haven't thought of anything. And then while I was at work, I work at Chick-fil-A, I was just going around and helping clean stuff. So I had a lot of time because we weren't busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I thought, uh, because I watched the Overwatch League, League finale with my friend, and Overwatch is a team game like any other sport but there's six uh, players and they compete to complete an objective Mm -hmm. whether that is uh, keeping a point of area 
until the percentage is at 100% or moving a payload to the end of a level through an obstacle or uh, capturing a certain area and moving on to the next one. Like any other sport also, they train. In the Overwatch League, they play basically uh, Overwatch all day. So they might wake up and start doing some training with their play, uh, teammates and have like a skirmish against uh, another team in the league. And yeah, they have coaches. Each team has a coach that helps them um, basically do what would help them achieve the the goal of winning, right? You want to win. There's a prize at the end, and if you win, it's you feel good about yourself and everything. Um, when you practice, there's a lot of technique you do. You want to focus on not just rushing in. Maybe you have a certain strategy with the other teammates, and you want to perfect it. If you go in, sometimes you might just, I don't know, run in and hope to get something done and have no plan then it's not going to end well at all. You're just going to keep failing and start over and keep running in and you're not going to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so if... Uh, how is how is that even remotely like close to the planet's salvation? Um, so the planet's salvation, I'm not going to focus on the entirety just the beginning and the life on earth so before we were uh, uh, born here on earth we were spirits spirits of our heavenly father and we wanted to progress get better and achieve the goal of having families and becoming like a heavenly father um there's a scripture i always remember from uh the pearl of great price in abraham chapter 3 verses 22 to 25 and it says the lord had shown unto me the lord is talking to abraham he has shown him like in a vision what what had happened before he was chosen and was born and it says uh, me Abraham the intelligence that we organized before the world was and among all these there were many of the nobles and great ones and God saw these souls that they were good and he stood in the midst of them and he said these all make my rulers, for he stood among the, among those that were spirits, and he saw that they were good, and he said unto me, Abraham, thou art one of them, thou wast chosen before thou wast born, and there was one among them that was like unto God, and he said unto them who were with him, We will go down. For there is space there. 
and we will take of these materials and we will make an earth whereon these may dwell. And we will prove them herewith to see if they will do all things whatever, whatsoever the Lord their God shall command them. Um, so I liken the Overwatch League to the Planet Salvation because the coach, I asked Alex before with the coach and he was thinking more earthly. The coach in this, uh, I guess, some, what do you call it, uh, allegory? Um would be Heavenly Father. He had the plan because in Overwatch the same way you don't just go in and expect to win. You have a plan. You have a purpose to go in and you want to improve and perform exactly what the coach has um, told you. So all of us on Earth we could compare ourselves to the players we already decided to come in. We are already on Earth. We already started. And we had learned from the coach about that we were organized and to do what we uh, wanted to do was to progress. So we come here, get a body. We have a uh, family that like a teammates we work uh, with them to uh, achieve the same goal and if you don't work with teammates you will probably get separated and you get uh, in the game above watch if you get separated you're usually not doing anything and uh you don't really achieve anything. You kind of just what they call poke. You just like do random like things, <laughs> and they all just <laughs> find you, and you get eliminated. <laughs> it's very important to in in Overwatch, uh, when you start a match, you you go remember what you've done the last few times and learn from your mistakes. So, like in the Overwatch League, they practice day on day till the match. They're not just going to... Because Overwatch has a few roles. You're going to use the same character. You're not just going to change your character just because another team has their own roster of characters and you want to copy them. If you practice this this composition of people, you're going to stick with it, depending on the level and depending on the circumstances. You will change and progress there. And... Yeah, that's that's why we listen to a coach because he knows and what and we were people we on earth were good. We had decided to come in and the plan is already here to learn and 
yeah, that's uh, what I. Uh, Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like what you said. Um, one one reason why I I wanted to do this podcast is because, like, in the primordial life, we were all elected to fulfill something, and I kind of felt like I was maybe distracted, and and we. If you read uh, or you have a patriarchal blessing, it prob- what I've observed is they usually talk as if you have a great uh, uh, role to fill. Yeah. And this uh, podcast hopefully will um, inspire you to live your election and live the plan. Yeah, I liked what you taught. I had a, a verse of scripture that I found that I wanted to uh, share to uh, um, encourage you to uh, raise uh, your standard of living that you might uh, fulfill your election more. Here in Third uh, Nephi chapter 24, 16 and 17, it says, they that feared the Lord spake often one to another. And the Lord hearkened and heard. And the book of remembrance was written before them for them that feared the Lord and that thought upon him. And they are mine, saith the Lord of hosts, in that day that I make up my jewels, that I may spare them as a man spareth his own son that serveth him mm-hmm. I I wanted to share that to uh, I'm not basing the community or anything off of this podcast but I wanted to uh, bring people together to talk more about Christ and have a, a community where we talk more about Christ and have the people that fear God speak one with another and we'll talk more about um, Christ and share our gratitude for what he's done for us. Mm -hmm. A lot of this uh, podcast is inspired by... uh, family history as I said and it's also these uh, ideas are mainly I got them from uh, Come Follow Me so you guys most likely have reviewed these already but I thought that these were profound when we are reviewing the verses um, 35 23 6-13 Come Follow Me says if the Savior were to examine the records our family has kept, what questions might he ask? Are there any important events or spiritual experience that we should record? And lastly, why is it important to record our family's spiritual experiences? This is a profound uh, scriptures. Um, when you read it in the in the through the chapters, you don't really 
Or at least I didn't. I usually don't really think to apply it to myself. But uh, yeah, Trevor, would you like to read these verses and we could talk about it? Yeah, starting verse 6. And now it came to pass that when Jesus had said these words, he said unto them again, after he had expounded all the scriptures unto them which they had received, he said unto them, Behold, other scriptures I would that ye should write that ye have not. And it came to pass that he said unto Nephi, Bring forth the record which ye have kept. And when Nephi had brought forth the records and laid them before him, he cast his eyes upon them and said, Verily I say unto you, I commanded my servant Samuel the Lamanite, that he should testify unto this people, that at the day that the Father should glorify his name in me, that there were many saints who should arise from the dead, and would appear unto many, and should minister unto them. And he said unto them, to them Was it not so? And the disciples answered him and said, Yea, Lord, Samuel did prophesy according to thy words, and they were all fulfilled. And Jesus said unto them, How be it that ye have not written this thing, that many saints did did rise and appear unto many, and did minister unto them? And it came to pass that Nephi remembered that this thing had not been been written. And it came to pass that Jesus commanded that it should be written. Therefore, it was written according as he commanded. Yeah, thank you. And did you have any thoughts on that, Trevor? Yeah, I like the part where Nephi had uh, remembered that uh, Samuel did testify and uh, glorified his name. But uh, the Savior said, why isn't it recorded? Like, it's so important. And then uh, mm-hmm. he uh, went forth and <laughs> did as he was told to and wrote it down. I feel like that's why we have what uh, Samuel Lehman had actually said because he wrote it down later. So it's a good thing we uh, had that uh, written down. Mm-hmm. The... Uh, was able to keep a testament of a testimony of one of his uh maybe not his direct ancestor but someone uh, in uh, his history that was a Lamanite and testified upon Christ and the Lord mhm yeah the the record that was missing is the a verification that the prophecy was fulfilled that saints did arise from the dead and ministered and I when I was uh, thinking about this podcast and I could how I could use it to serve I was uh, thinking about sharing it with the people that I ministered to and I spoke to one and she um, testified of an experience very similar to this and these experiences are real and uh, I don't know if she recorded but it's a very sacred experience for her family and we all 
have sacred experiences and uh, our families that we should keep recorded for our posterity that they could look to um, the faith of their fathers. When I was thinking about some things that may be missing in my family, there's a lot missing on my Thai side, <laughs> and I have no idea how I could possibly do it, but I always think of working on my Thai side of the family. It's really hard to make the leap to do any work over there. My family in Utah, most of the work is done. One thing that I was thinking about contributing is when I was talking about this with my wife, I realized that my grandma had her birthday, her 90th birthday, and Trevor took, uh, my mom took a bunch of pictures, or a bunch of pictures were taken on Trevor's phone, and most of the family would probably like those pictures. I, I'm, I think that Trevor only shared it with my parents, and one thing I wanted to do is make sure everybody in the family who wanted those pictures to have it. That's one thing that I, one actionable thing that I've thought of doing based on this activity to make sure the pictures are not missing and people had access to see them. Yeah, so that's one thing. you have any thoughts before we move on, Trevor? Um, I just... Uh, it makes sense according to the scriptures usually the scriptures uh, have a prophecy and then they have a scripture fulfilling the prophecy mm-hmm. so it uh, uh, shows the, like a witness to that the scripture was true happens all throughout um, the Old Testament and the New Testament. So his job was, he was like an apostle, his disciple in the Americas. So he should have had that, and he did it. It was late, but he was able to do it. He listened to the the Lord and was able to fulfill his role. So, yeah, I like that. Do you want to start the next uh, topic? It's kind of similar, but uh, different. Yeah, same but different. Um, So this is also in 3 Nephi. This is a couple chapters uh, after. Um, And he talks about the promised return of the Old Testament prophet uh, Elijah. And there's a... um, Emphasis on the hearts being turned to the fathers and the fathers to the um, sons, and that refers to temple work and family history. Um, like Alex has mentioned, we have a lot of family history done on our father's side and our mother's side. In Thailand, is is not complete. There's a lot of work that has to be done we have no way to access it since a lot of records were lost but um there's a this little question to help us uh during these experiences what had 
helped us turn our hearts to our ancestors like throughout our lives what experiences have we had and the scripture is 25 chapter 25 or 35 verse 5 and 6 and it says behold I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord and he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children and the heart of the children to their fathers lest I come and smite the earth with a curse and I found uh, I haven't had too many uh, personal experiences with uh, turning my heart to my ancestors but um, I did live with my grandparents for a while including while Alex was there and we worked together on a uh, quarry and a stone cutting business um, so I was able to learn a lot from mm-hmm. my grandparents there and uh, have a fondness of what they've done they told stories about how um, their ancestors came from the old world to the new world and from there they were pioneers and on my mother's side I was I was born after my um, grandpa was uh, deceased but I barely knew my grandma Um, we did have a ceiling at one point for my mother's side and I remember being like proxy for one of uh, my mother's brother to complete the ceiling of the part of the family there. That was special. Uh, or it could have been a brother of one of the one of her uncles. I'm not sure. Um, but I I remember it being special. And yeah. That's uh, my experiences. When we were at the temple doing ceiling work for my Thai side, I did the proxy work for my grandpa. And I kind of feel a connection with my grandpa because in my university studies, I was inspired to change my major to study construction management and I didn't realize the my aptitude towards um, construction until I thought of him. I was in a K-12 through special education class while I was for some reason we were doing like a presentation I was drawing a building on a poster board and I I was thinking about how my grandpa was an architect and as I was drawing a little building on this little poster <laughs> and uh, yeah the uh, his uh, he influenced my life I have some other experiences that I've thought of where I turned my heart to my ancestors 
and maybe Trevor might think of others. <laughs> but uh, on my mission, on uh, my trainer, for some reason he would like sprint as hard as he can basically everywhere on his bicycle. <laughs> and there's this one time where we were working up like at least a mile up this long, really steep hill. <laughs> and you know, sometimes you have your mental limits of how much effort you could do things and it was uh, this sprinting everywhere it was kind of pushing my mental limits and I was kind of getting aggravated kind of. And for some reason after sprinting up this hill one day I got kind of tired of it and I threw my bike on the ground and I, I was kind of tired of and exhausted for some reason I was kind of maybe frustrated and I was sitting on the side of the road and my companion came and he kind of comforted me a little bit but what I was when I was pondering and thinking like why am I working so hard I thought about my ancestors looking down on me and I felt uh, that they're very proud and um, very uh, loving and supportive of my work on a mission. Some other um, experiences that I've had is um, also at BYU-Idaho, there's uh, this guy, his name was Nick. <laughs> he was a Hicken and he was hailing up all the other Hickens at school, trying to connect with them and see how we're related. And uh, I don't know if this was a direct uh, influence of what happened, but uh, I was looking into how we're related and I learned that I'm on the John Henry line from the patriarch Thomas Hicken and Nick was descendant of another one of the sons of Thomas Hicken and I remember one day I felt so uh, I was my heart was turned towards them and I even changed my uh, Twitter um, description and you can read this like oh I'm a descendant of patriarch Thomas Hicken and I'm from the line of John Henry <laughs> like for some reason I was uh proud of that um Hebrew City has a museum where um you could see patriarch Thomas Hicken and how he was a stake president and he was a pioneer uh, one of the founding uh, influential people of Hebrew City Utah um I'm also a uh, uh, happy to be a Nilsen. I think Nilsen's, um, I may be uh, speaking a little <laughs> of my opinion kind of, but I think Hickens are very work-oriented and uh, Nilsen's are more a little more professional and artistic and creative. <laughs> so I take my creativity, my I, I think my creative side um, comes from the Nilsen side and my middle name is Nilsen my uh, um, 
grandma's maiden name is Nilsen. And uh, yeah, I think uh, Trevor and I probably wouldn't uh, be making this podcast be- unless uh, uh, we had the Nilsen blood in us. So those are some ways that I have had experiences that I turned my heart to uh, my ancestors. I think it uh, would be uplifting for you, for the listeners, and maybe Trevor, you, <laughs> to uh, think of these experiences and recommit yourself to uh, serving man and your ancestors. And uh, maybe write down some of these experiences that you've had. Yeah. Uh, do you have any thoughts, Trevor? Um, I was just uh, thinking, yeah, it's uh, a big um, role we play in a, a life here. We all have roles we uh, sent here to do, and... We had learned to um, do them in the pre-existence, and we all have uh, to learn and follow through, and maybe we don't remember it, but um, as we grow closer to Heavenly Father and listen to His words, we will be attuned to what uh, overall is here in our life to progress and become more like him. I know that uh, Heavenly Father and uh, Jesus Christ and the Holy Ghost and all of our ancestors, the ancient ancestors to uh, our uh, recently dead maybe grandparents or People, they also love us and they're looking down on us very fondly. And, uh, yeah, they're praying for us. Uh, I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. <laughs> Amen. Okay. <laughs> we usually don't uh, close out our podcast like that, but it's uh, maybe the new tradition. <laughs> we usually... Uh, end our podcast by saying uh, talk to you later <laughs> yeah yeah so okay, yeah bye, bye.